Hi, I'm Andrea. Claudia is across the world today, back in her hometown in Germany. My partner in crime, you're listening to the Judgy Crime Girls. Welcome to Wednesday's worst of the hour. I am bringing you a crazy case today. Can't wait to talk to you guys a little bit about it. I am having some pretzels. Any seasoned pretzels will do, especially buttery flavored ones. I just have to tell you guys this fact that I came across is so disturbing. It's a fact that is a urban slang word called frogging, and it is spelled with a PH instead of an F. And it is the act of living in someone's house without them knowing. Now, Frogs like to jump from lily pad to lily pad, such as a frogger with a PH, enjoys jumping from house to house, sight unseen. Scary, right? Now, I had previously covered a case, Daniel LaPlante. If you haven't listened to that, please go back and listen. This is different now to me because it's trending. The cost of living and just housing in general has gone up. It has soared within this last year. Homelessness is on the rise. And I knew that squatting would become a thing, even more so than it used to be. But the idea of frogging, people seeking shelter in someone's basement or someone's attic, kind of seemed like a far off idea that did not happen where I live or where you live, right? But the thing is, is that it's actually very common. People don't even realize it's happening usually until they see a hand or a footprint or they catch something on a surveillance camera that they even realize that someone is there. I just want to tell you guys, make sure that everything is secure. Even if you think it is, just run and double check. And make sure for me, because this is terrifying. We're going to get into this today, and then you're not going to be able to sleep tonight because a lot of people think that they're going crazy because things start going missing, and you think it's like a ghost or something spooky, and it's not. It's uh, an actual person. So let me tell you about Brittany and James Campbell. They got married at this famous little Vegas chapel in Nevada in 2018. These two were not your traditional couple. A man dressed like Elvis Presley officiated their wedding. They liked to have a good time. 35-year-old James was quiet, reserved, and he was a planner. But Brittany was the total opposite. She was spontaneous. Two people that are opposite kind of blend well together. They dated in high school once before they had gone their separate ways. Then they reconnected many years later. James was serving in the Navy and was a single father of two young boys while Brittany was single and wanted to be a mother. A year after their wedding, James was transferred to a naval base in Hawaii. So the family of four packed up and left for Honolulu. Sign me up is all I have to say. 
They were so excited. They settled into a nice two-story house in a quiet and very safe neighborhood. It was in June of 2019 when strange things started happening in the Campbell's house. The first incident was when Brittany found their unpacked boxes in the garage tipped over. Everything that was inside of them was spilled all over the floor. It looked as if someone had gone through the boxes, pulled out random items, and just put them in weird piles. Brittany called James to the garage, and the couple realized that it wasn't a robbery. So Brittany and James asked their kids if they were responsible for the mess, and they said they didn't do it. So the couple thought one of their pets had maybe gotten into things. Now, James was kind of dismissive about the garage incident. He didn't take it too seriously, but Brittany was freaked out. After a few days, it was forgotten about. Then Brittany was home alone one morning, and she heard the front door slam shut. Brittany knew that James and the kids had left, so she called out to them, thinking that maybe one of them had come back. But Brittany got no response. So Brittany checked everywhere in the house, but there was no one. James's car wasn't in the driveway. There was no indication that her husband or sons had been there. James thought Brittany was being paranoid when she told him about what had happened, so he told Brittany not to worry. But Brittany was very upset that James didn't believe her, and the two got into a huge fight. Then Brittany suddenly woke up in the middle of the night after an argument. She didn't know what had startled her. It was like she had this feeling maybe somebody was watching her. And she looks around the room, but there was nothing. Then she heard doors opening and closing downstairs. Brittany woke James up. And at this point, James was very annoyed with Brittany. He knew that she suffered from anxiety, especially at night. He tried calming her down. Brittany got out of bed and went downstairs to check. The front door was open. Brittany locked the door. Then she checked on the kids. They were fast asleep. Then she rushed back to the master bedroom to tell James that the front door was open. James again told her not to worry. But then he heard the sound of their sliding door downstairs being opened. He locked eyes with Brittany, jumped out of bed, and ran out of the room. He returned a few minutes later to tell his wife that the back door was open. But maybe Brittany forgot to lock it. Can't tell you how many times they convinced themselves that things were okay. Or he would tell her, it's just in your head. There were more incidents of doors being opened and closed at night. Then things started to go missing. And after a while, you start thinking that you must be crazy, that you're just anxious. And that's what Brittany was telling herself. Sometimes Brittany would wake up in the middle of the night to find her webcam was on. And she started believing that her anxiety was the cause of everything. Finally, there were two incidents that made James second guess if this was just Brittany's anxiety. James was home alone one day playing piano in the living room he felt like he was being watched. He looked around only to realize that there was a figure standing outside the window 
looking inside. The figure started moving toward the back of the house. James checked outside, but there was no one. He believed that it was a nosy neighbor who heard the music and came to watch. One night, the family planned to all go to a movie theater together. Brittany wanted to bring a particular blanket with her, but she couldn't find it anywhere. She asked everyone if they knew where the blanket was, but no one did. So Brittany went without it. Who goes to the movie theater with a blanket? So when they came back, and this literally gave me the chills, they saw the blanket neatly folded on the couch. And from that point on, everyone was terrified of being in the house. The doors kept opening and closing at night. The dog barked in the middle of the night for no apparent reason. They knew they were being watched. Overwhelmed and needing a break, the Campbell family decided to take a vacation for a week. But when they returned on September 20th, 2019, hoping that whatever was happening was over, they soon realized that that wasn't going to be the case. As soon as the family pulled into the driveway, they noticed James's bike sitting outside, which had been safely put away before they left. Leaving Brittany and their sons in the car, James jumped out, grabbed a sledgehammer, and went to his front door. Brittany called 911. James unlocked the door, but it didn't budge. There was resistance So he pressed against the door harder and he realized someone was on the other side of it, a total stranger. It only opened a little bit and James stared into the opening and then a pair of eyes met his and the stranger said to him calmly, this isn't your house. And the man pushed the door shut. James broke the door open, grabbed the man and pulled him out. And then he noticed that the man was wearing his clothes. Police quickly arrived at the Campbell house, and before they took 23-year-old Ezekiel Zayas away, he took his time to reassure James and Brittany that he had taken care of their cat while they were gone. Brittany ran inside to check on the animal, terrified of what she would find. Every inch of their house had been ransacked. Her cat was alive, but locked in a cage with no water. It was as if Ezekiel had taken an inventory of everything they owned. Pots and pans had been stacked on top of each other. All of James's musical equipment had been unpacked in the living room. Here's what is so weird to me. Ezekiel left the children's rooms immaculate. He even did their laundry and made their beds. But the couple's bedroom was trashed. There were piles of medical vials everywhere. There was a towel on top of the bed with knives on it. The Campbell's old laptop laid next to the knives. Brittany and James found that this stranger had been typing a book about them called The Omnivore Trials. Quote, a rehabilitation for rat-like people. It was a long manifesto that contained his observations of them and notes to which he referred to as the specimens. The notes were detailed, meaning that Ezekiel had watched the family every hour 
for months. The observations contained James and Brittany's conversations about their struggle to have a child. Ezekiel wanted to perform several surgeries on the Campbells, which included hand amputations and gender reassignments. Ezekiel wanted to perform surgeries to turn them into a species he called omnivores. This included sexual reconstruction and hand transplant surgeries for Brittany and the two children. He had hoped to turn them into perfect people. James and Brittany realized that the knives on the towel and the medical vials were going to be used on them. As if the manifesto wasn't enough to make their skin crawl, they also found a video on the laptop that contained a film of Ezekiel himself. He was naked in Brittany's chair, appearing to be mocking her recording a makeup tutorial. It turned out that Ezekiel had snuck into their home months ago. He lived in the crawl space above the bathroom and recorded their conversations, and he came down from time to time to observe them. So he was charged with burglary, but released on probation. Not long after, he was arrested again for the alleged vandalization of a Buddhist temple. In 2020, while in a correctional facility for that offense, he allegedly beat a fellow inmate to death. When he was charged with murder in the first and second degrees, he pled not guilty. He was found to be unfit to proceed, and as of now, he is being kept at the Hawaii State hospital. The whole experience was so traumatic for the Campbells. They moved to an unknown place. The most terrifying part to this story, (laughs) there are many, is Ezekiel was arrested just for burglary and was released on probation. And I'm not sure if they got burglary from him wearing his clothes because nothing was even removed from the house. This man needed some mental help. He was not in his right mind to think that he could make the perfect people. At the time, while they couldn't prove he had intent to physically harm the family, there was the evidence there that it could have happened. I'm so glad that they went on vacation. It must have set something off in Ezekiel's brain that made him feel like, oh, this is my house now. I can come out. And that's exactly what he did. I think Ezekiel was not the type of person to have a strong game plan. I I don't know if his intentions were to put everything back into place. He had been so careful for so long to remain hidden. Interesting that he did want to hurt the children. He wanted to make them perfect people in his mind. He must have felt like they were not perfect the way they were. Makes you wonder if he thought he was trying to help them become better people. He studied them every hour. He wanted to know everything about them. And it makes you wonder if he wanted to become them. This family was his science experiment, the perfect human. One of my favorite songs is Human of the Year by Regina Spector. If you know that song and love it as much as me, I'm going to need you to email me right now and let me know. Judgycrimegirls at gmail.com. And the answer is to always go on vacation. 
If you're ever feeling paranoid, you should definitely go on vacation. It will solve things. Before you go to bed tonight, check your attic space. Make sure no one is watching you and listen if your dog is barking. There is a show called Frogging Hider in My House and it is on Lifetime. So if you're interested in watching some of these creepy home invaders dive into some of these episodes. My house is a mess and it's not because anyone else did it. It's not. It might be my kids. We used to joke about a guy we called the cat man. And I don't even know why we called him the cat man, but we decided that that's what we would say to keep our kids out of the attic space at our house because they kind of became afraid of the cat man. For many years, we joked about the cat man living upstairs. Now I'm also going to blame the cat man for, you know, any major messes that happen at my house. Definitely his fault. And when I cannot find my car key, going to be my go-to at this point. Thank you for making season four the best season we've ever had. We appreciate your support. One of the very best ways that you can support the show is by sharing it with your friends. Absolutely love that. And we love to hear from you. Real quick, I want to give a shout out to Melinda Perez. I am working on a case for her. Thank you so much for emailing us. If you guys have any suggestions for the show, please feel free to drop them. As as always, I want you to stay sassy, stay judgy, and stay tuned in with the Digi Crime Girls every Wednesday. Claudia and I love you from all the way across the world. We hope you have a great day. Okay, love you. Bye.